Dave O'Grady here, live from the Big Apple in New York for bench warmers. I'm delighted to be at the FIFA Interactive World Cup, and joining me is probably the man with the best hairstyle in the whole room. It's Dorian Gore. He's a freelance journalist for eSports. He's worked with some of the biggest newspapers in Germany, including Bild. Dorian, you're very welcome. Coming here to the FIFA Interactive World Cup, what's it been like for you, considering you've been traveling the world covering eSports for various publications? Is this a little bit different? Uh, it is different. It is different from many other esports events um, in regards to it's very much pushed into this typical soccer football corner, whatever you want to call it, soccer or football. We say football in Germany. So, um, yeah, it's different. Um, still, the atmosphere is great. I think they could even push it a little bit more for uh, a typical for, for a typical audience to, to participate, to watch all the games, not just the final games. So um, it's different from other esports events such as League of Legends or Hearthstone who have big championships each year. But it's fun though. I, I've enjoyed myself so far. One of the things uh, it got me a couple of years ago when I first realized, uh, discovered the FIFA Interactive World Cup, I said, you know, is this really a thing? Do people come from all the way around the world to play each other at FIFA and do people record it? For yourself, you know, you've covered esports. Was that a little bit of a stumbling block to get your head around at the start? Yeah, a little bit. And we still see FIFA struggling a bit. It's like, um, because it simulates something that we can experience each week on, on television, day to day, basically. Um, and because the experience is pretty much the same it still struggles to to get the attention of that many viewers uh, as in contrast to other games like League of Legends like Hearthstone who um, present something which is completely unique we don't see anything like it in the world of uh, let me do some quotation marks real sports uh, it's completely different and that's why those events attract more viewers for example let me give you an example last year in Berlin we had the League of Legends uh, World Championship uh, which sold out the entire Mercedes-Benz arena there are thousands of seats in there sold it out in less than one minute so people from all over the world traveled to this event to berlin and um i must see atmosphere like at one of those conventions is it just a lot of nerds in a in an amphitheater screaming at a no. screen <laughs> no as the guys are screaming that's for sure yeah they are <laughs> um in fact it was louder than than a kiss concert i attended a couple of months earlier in the very same arena so uh, people go crazy but the the uh, audience is pretty pretty diverse there are lots of girls also there it's not just like your typical uh, gaming dude uh, cliche you'll see there really uh, what, what kind of girls are we talking about nice I mean, girls really? very, very nice <laughs> girls very nice girls some of them dress up you, maybe you've heard of, of the phenomenon cosplay you check it, you should check it out cosplay is like you dress up as a as a gaming character and they were lots of lots of girls like dressed in this fantasy outfits uh, really a nice view uh, make some great pictures and uh, the atmosphere in for such on such events it's it's really amazing because people are cheering people are booing people are really uh, it's, it's like in a, in a football arena pretty much yeah and one of the things we have learned because we've seen the likes of Frank Lampard and David Villa have been promoting this and in, in previous years you've had the likes of Christoph Kramer a German footballer is the FIFA Interactive World Cup still has a way to go in terms of competing with esports and particularly the, the prize fund because the winner does pocket a cool $20,000 and a, they get a place at the FIFA Ballon d'Or competition but you were telling me off air that you know that's peanuts compared yeah. to what's going on yeah. in esports at the moment yeah it is um, if we take a look at other big uh, tournaments for example last year we had the Dota 2 tournament which is also one of the biggest esports titles um, uh, 
they're the world championship they played for a prize pool of uh, 16.5 million so uh, which is really the highest amount we've ever seen in a in an esports tournament but uh, other tournaments like uh, if you take a look at Blizzard who develop many many uh, esports titles they have like championships for at least uh, 125,000 250,000 this year uh, the big Counter-Strike prize pools are always around uh, between 250,000 and 1 million bucks so um, we're talking a lot more money here and you can Kinda, you kind of wonder sometimes. Uh, I think FIFA has still a way to go, but um, if the audience grows and if there will be more people attending and if it uh, interests more people, we will see uh, that the price pool will, uh, will, will grow bigger. I, that's my hope for FIFA, but um, I don't think that FIFA will be anytime soon, I have to be honest about that, will be anytime soon among the top five eSport titles because, as I mentioned before, it's too similar to, to something we can experience in real life every day. And, and professional gamers, as you said, you know, to come away with some of those prize funds that you've mentioned, like literally to become a famous gamer, you'd be raking it in with a rake. I mean, this is obviously a new career choice, a career choice that we haven't seen 20 years ago. It's To become a professional gamer is something that, I guess, appeals to a lot of people these days, and particularly when they see figures like that. Yeah, um, it definitely appeals to, to many people. In fact, uh, we have, like, in, in some places, I think in Scandinavia and also in Korea, there are already, like, uh, high schools who build teams and try to push people into this direction or give them, not, not push them into this direction, but give them the support they, they need to make that final step as it as we have seen it with uh, football also you know where we have like football academies and where people are already taken taken care of so that they can can take a professional career um, for sure for all of us gamers as I'm a gamer myself uh, who hasn't dreamed of, of getting paid to, to travel the world and play some great tournaments I mean it's like when you play football as a young child you wonder what it would be like to play in a big arena against Messi or one of the other stars so yeah it appeals to many people and it will be um, it will be a career path for many of them um, the field is growing it's not there, there's an, an end in sight yeah. from my point of perspective you're so. painting a very interesting picture for people here I'm, you yeah, know, I'm learning so. new things <laughs> I'll give you the chance to squash the stereotype you know this isn't a load of nerds that, that we're talking about no, here. No. You know, it, it's if we take a look also on the on the players here, or if we take a look at any players on any high level esports, uh, you don't see like these. Um, you don't see like these uh, overweight, uh, greasy hair, uh, pale guys who never see the sun, never go outside. Many of them, in fact, do also have like a training schedule. They work out daily because they believe in um, in the approach that you only can be uh, have a like a high class mind if you have a high class body you know uh, you have to keep both of it healthy to be good at the game to, to be performing at, the, at a high level so uh, you will definitely uh, if you if you go to one of those events you will definitely see your cliches getting shattered <laughs> okay a healthy mind healthy body that's something we have heard a lot here at the FIFA Interactive World Cup I have to ask you Dorian you know you seem to love your job you're Reporting on esports, you know, you've been working with uh, the biggest and, in my opinion, the best German newspaper in Build. You know, 
how much do you love your job and what's your daily life? I mean, it's from place to place, traveling around the world. It's a pretty nifty, uh, pretty nifty gig to say the least. Uh, first, first off, I love my job. Um, it can be, it sounds like a dream job to many people. Um, it's not like I, I get around, uh, I travel to the States twice a month or something like that, but I've been here in the past year, I've been here like six times, I think. So I, I go to a lot of conventions, I go to lots of tournaments, but I also in my, in the other times when I'm in Berlin, where I'm uh, stationed, I, I play a lot of games and review them and uh, record a weekly news broadcast uh, with, with gaming news. So yeah, um, I managed, fortunately, I was fortunate enough to, to make my, my hobby a job. So yeah, it's... Uh, on the other hand, it, ca it can be sometimes pretty exhausting because uh, going from one time one zone, zone to another, to another. exactly. <laughs> I mean, last week I was in California, which is to Berlin a nine-hour time difference. Uh, one week after that, I just adjusted myself again to the Berlin time zone. Now I'm in New York, uh, which is great. I Double jet lag. Double jet lags. This is this is hardcore stuff for the hardcore gamers. But um, I, w I wouldn't uh, change it for anything in the world. I, I love my job. It's it's uh, always a fantastic experience. You meet so many interesting people. You are at the very uh, in the front row when when new things are being um, experienced, you know, when when the whole esports thing is growing, and you in the fr you have a front row seat to to witness it all, which is really great to see like the innovation and what people can do nowadays. Um, I, I really love my job. It's it's as simple as that. What's the future of this? I mean, are they going to take over for something like the FIFA Interactive World Cup? Is it going to take over football? Is eventually people are not going to be training with the ball at their feet anymore? They're going to be training with their fingers and thumbs? No, I don't think so. I can. Uh, I think both things will, will coexist. But right now, um, if we take the example with the FIFA Interactive World Cup, it is uh, like it is like a niche. You know, it's like a very small side thing. It's not. It will never replace football. I mean. Uh, you're from the you came from Ireland and I'm from Germany where football is like the biggest sports around I mean there it will never replace it but I don't think uh, I, I don't I don't see why, why it can't uh, be on a, on a uh, coexisting level on a, on a you know play level of field and I think both both things are good. And eSports, as you've mentioned, how big they've gotten and filling out arenas you were talking about in, in Munich, you know, 15,000, Berlin. Berlin, sorry, snapped up like that. Yeah. Incredible stuff. And, you know, eventually are we going to see eSports taking up, you know, f full football stadiums eventually? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it already does that. It's no problem. Uh, the, the ESL Cologne, for example, the biggest uh, Counter-Strike tournament, there are, there are thousands of people traveling from all over the world just to see this. It, it, it's, it's like esports has become big. Uh, people are always asking me, is esports becoming big? And I already, uh, always tell them, it's already big. It's just like no one has realized it. Or in the mainstream, no one has realized it. It's, it's been big for years now and it will keep growing. It will keep growing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, an unstoppable force that can't be contained. It's a, it's a monster, it has to be said. Just before I let you go, Dorian, uh, with a head of hair like that, there's no <laughs> doubt that you, you come from a, a nice traditional German heavy metal background. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, what, is, is music a passion as well? And, you know, tell us a little bit about it. You were talking about being able to travel with bands before yeah. you got into esports. Yeah, um, 
I was before I switched uh, my field and focused mainly on gaming and uh, tech stuff and nerdy stuff and esports. Uh, I was basically a music journalist. I uh, traveled all around a lot, uh, visited festivals, uh, mostly covering heavy metal. Traveled around a lot with bands and interviewed bands, listened to their albums. Uh, had a had a whiskey and coke once with Lemmy, which was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I, I'm very passionate about music. Uh, you still see it um, in my whole style, how I run around. I still have long hair. I, I I'm a still a heavy metal dude I like to but I like to experience different kinds of music I still like and I'm a classic rock guy I love the Rolling Stones the Beatles the Doors those are my favorites and also of course uh, good old heavy metal which is great so um, yeah but I switched fields I was a music journalist now I'm an esports gaming tech nerdy journalist so you must have seen quite a bit during your music days I mean the sex drugs rock and roll and the, gla the glamour of it all is it there or, or is that just a notion <laughs> that people have in their heads uh, it's it's mainly something that people I don't know like to fantasize about but if you've ever been with a band on tour for like three or four days you will soon realize it's not as glamorous as you think or as it is advertised in big movies or documentaries it's ma mainly I don't know getting driven around and, and wait for the show to start that's basically it um, of course after a good show or if a tour ends and it's the last show of a tour then there for sure are some some parties going on but uh, I've, I've witnessed a few uh, I've witnessed a few things I will never I promise never to share for sure but um Oh, there's a glass shattering. Um, yeah, glam rock, yeah. Glam, glam rock, yeah. No, but there, um, it's not as as glamorous as people imagine it to be. Unfortunately, because I was uh, disillusioned myself when I first ended. When I first um, started uh, covering music, I, I also had all these pictures in my head: um, great sex, drugs, rock and roll, and naked ladies in the backstage area. And then when I first got on a tour bus, and uh, all the guys were just chilling there, playing also some video games and watching some some movies on a DVD that I've seen like a thousand times before, before because they have always the same collection on the bus with them. You you. Yeah, it, it shatters a little bit your your uh, the the image you have in your head, unfortunately. Okay, well, Dorian Gore, there's no doubt about it that as esports continue to rise, you're a bit of an unstoppable force yourself. So <laughs> onwards and upwards. Thanks a million for joining us on the Benchwarmers podcast. Thank you so much, Dave. It's been a lot of fun.